everyone. Welcome to today's episode, Edna Kimball, Edna Sells with Century 21 Wright Real Estate. And today we have a lovely guest. We have Crosby. Corin. Corin with us. See, I froze <laughs> up. I froze up. I know. I know your name. But anyway, she is here today to tell us all things rotary. And we're going to dig in and find out just why Miss Crosby is so infatuated with the Rotary Club. So uh, before we get started with that, though, I'd like to just kind of go through a few details and see if Absolutely. it's true. So sometimes what we do is we check you out online and some of the things that we're going to tell about you may not even be true. So you can tell us. <laughs> if we're if we're on key or not so you are originally from Tahlequah a hometown girl yes and um, of course I know you because your mother was one of my mentors and your mom is actually one of the reasons you got into uh, basically just public service and being a volunteer in the community and you previously have volunteered from everything from CASA to the food pantry Feed My Sheep, Help in Crisis. So my mom did all of those and I would go with her. Oh, okay. um, So she she helped start Feed My Sheep um, with some of our church and some of the other local churches. I didn't know that. Yeah, and so they did, um, they did that and then she was very heavily involved with Help in Crisis at the yes. very beginning. Um, up until she was around like eight months pregnant with me. Um, and so, when I got into high school, she had me start volunteering there and going through their program to become a volunteer okay. and a hotline um, coordinator right. answer. Right. So we would do, I did that all through high school and all through college. Wow, that's a lot for yeah. a high school student to be yeah. exposed to, but I also think it's reality, right? It is. Yeah. And so it was a passion that she kind of instilled in me and um, I still, I wish I still had time to volunteer with Help in Crisis, but I'm glad that I'm able to be a part of an organization that gives back to Help in Crisis, and Absolutely. Rotary does that. So. Absolutely. So um, your mom, Brooks Connor, of course, for those who aren't, we assume everybody knows this, uh, was actually one of my first real estate mentors. And um, I didn't know about Feed My Sheep, but I did know about Help in Crisis because she got me on the board yes. <laughs> and I actually was a volunteer and was on the board because of your mom so but I didn't realize that she had helped start Feed My Sheep. She she was one of the first like, groups I think it was a it was there were three or four churches Oh wow! Um, and so St. Basil's the Episcopal Church here in town my mom was um, a member of that she was one of the ones that would cook. Okay okay I shouldn't be surprised because cooking and feeding people yes. is like what she was known for. <laughs> Yes. She loved that so much. So, okay. So you uh, grew up here. Did you go to school here also? I went two years um, at UCO in Edmond, okay. and then I moved back and finished my degree here in Tahlequah. But you're also still pursuing your MBA. Is that accurate? I, I am. So after my bachelor's, I went on and, and got my dual long-term care nursing home administration license oh. rather than going for my master's at that time. Yeah. And so um, Cherokee Nation Health Services is very big about growing their people. Um, and so they encouraged me to go back. And so I am, and I'm three classes away from graduating. Oh so. my God, that's practically with, done. Then. With two small kids. So it's been quite an endeavor, but. Um, oh my. Well, two I'm small close. children, a full-time job, and you volunteer while you're doing this. That <laughs> yes. is really, really impressive. But three classes away. Three classes, so okay. very close. Okay, so you should be able to finish up next year? 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So I could do all three in the fall, um, but I don't really want to do that. <laughs> so I'm going to do two in the fall and one in the spring. You know, so. you have to, even though you have a full-time job and two children and you do the volunteer, you have to eat and sleep in there somewhere. So maybe don't, don't. Yes. I did three last in this, this last spring and it was pretty brutal. So I was like, I don't think I'll do that again. Yes. It's a, it's a marathon, not a race. Right. So. Uh, that is so true. That is so true. And um, when we were kind of researching you and checking out, you know, LinkedIn, Wikipedia, if you show up on there, all those things, something that showed up that I absolutely loved was a quote that you had put on. And I'm going to share it real quick, okay? It says, I think every working mom probably feels the same thing. You wake up every day and you think, this is impossible. Oh, this is impossible. And then you just keep going and keep going and you sort of do the impossible. I love that. I love it too. It yes. resonates with me. It's it's very true. It's, I think if you're a, a stay-at-home mom or you're a working mom, I think all moms are superheroes, but um, it is challenging when you're working full time and you and have kids of, of any age and um, it's a balance, but I do think that we do the impossible every day. I love that. I love and that. I'm sure you can relate. And it's just, it is just continuing to move forward. I love uh -huh. that. We have the young lady behind the camera that never comes out front. She is a working mom and you know, it's sometimes her win of the week is, you know, I got fought the fight to get the diaper on yeah <laughs> you know whatever but but it's it is you being a superhero and just doing the thing you just do so. it and you choose your battles and you make it through the day and do it again the next day yeah so. that's so amazing I think it's so important too as a woman to be clear to people that even though on social media it you look perfect you know you've got mm -hmm. this beautiful family the full-time job you're giving back but you you are saying this is hard Yes. And and I but I do the hard things and I just do what I can the do. The thought of social media. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Not, it's not accurate. I don't think anything's <laughs> perfect. Um, yeah. Just being aware, being aware of people. You're going to have those days. So Absolutely. and so. Speaking of children, you have two. I do. Lindley is three, and Lane is six. Oh my God. So they're a lot of fun. Um, Lindley started gymnastics, and Lane's. Um, baseball any sport he can do so we're gonna do wrestling this fall and then maybe some flag football but he likes baseball oh. and basketball we've done and we love so oh that's fun I I love the gymnast at that age because eventually everything they do they end with ta-da yes yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah that's that's so much fun so okay and so you um you grew up here you moved away for a little bit for college but you're back here and full-time here in Tallahassee. yes yeah, so um i lived in texas for a little bit when i was engaged to my husband preston and then we moved back to tulsa and we resided there he worked there and i worked there as well now is he from Tallahassee? he's from bixby okay not too, um, far. not too far nope and he we met in college um and then ended up getting engaged living in tulsa getting married working there for a few years and then an opportunity presented itself. Um, I had some friends that I worked with that were at Cherokee Nation Health Services and a position came open and they said, hey, you should apply for this. I think it would be a good fit for you. And so I did. And so I, I serve as the director of physician practice management. It's kind of a tongue twister. That is, I was hoping you would say what you do because I was <laughs> the director like, no. of physician practice management is my title for Cherokee Nation Health Services. But essentially I'm the director of Cherokee Health Partners. Okay. Um, Cherokee Health Partners is a joint um, LLC that was formed in 2004 between Cherokee Nation Health Services and Northeastern Health System, better known as for Telephone, 
um, Pete's at the Tallapoosa City Hospital. So yes. yeah. they um, formed that LLC um, to provide specialty services. Um, the the goal is to improve the quality and access for those services. So the heart center cardiology services fall under that. Um, ear, nose, and throat, uh, neurosurgery. Oh wow! And the sleep lab. I was gonna say, and you have a sleep lab. Yeah. When I was re, I was like, wow. I'm a lot of people don't even realize that we have those services, that. and so they're offered to both Cherokee Nation beneficiaries as well as non-beneficiaries. So and the community as a whole, and that's that's kind of the purpose of Cherokee Health Partners. Do so. You, so that just kind of plays into everything you were raised into giving back to the community, and you're just kind of helping the community give back to itself almost. Yes, yeah. I love it. It's a rewarding job. Challenging, but definitely rewarding. Um, you know, Little Telephone Oklahoma now has very um, specialized healthcare services that we're able to provide for the community. Yeah. So it is awesome. Not so little anymore. Huh? Not little, not Telephone like it used to be. growing like crazy. So um, one, of the, one of the ways that I've connected with you recently, even though I've known you since you were little, coming up through, through your parents, um, is through the Rotary Club. You guys have done a lot of fun things this year, and I know that with COVID over the past years, you just put new spins on everything. We did. But I feel like this year was the first year we were all able to get together again. Yes. Um, and thank you. You're an amazing sponsor oh, for no, us it's so much on fun. our events. Yeah. And, and your husband's a member, and yes, so yep, we enjoy him being mm -hmm. involved. But yeah, we actually, a couple of years ago, before COVID, they would do an annual um, auction. And it was a silent auction, and you had to dial into the radio. And yes. we started thinking of ways to modernize that when COVID happened. Um, and so... Because you could only hear it. You could see what you're, you're yes. like, I hope that's what I'm getting. <laughs> yes, exactly. So we thought it would be fun to do a, um, a rotary type uh, gala that was Kentucky Derby themed. Yeah. Um, where you could dress up in the big hats and the dresses and decorate your tables and have just a fun um, event where we can get the community together mm -hmm. um, and also raise funds that go back into the community. So everything that we raise at that auction, we do have auction items that um, community members and businesses gener generously donate. Um, and there is an auction at the gala, but the gala brings us all together. Um, and it also, you know, we can provide education on what Rotary is and try yeah. to get, it's almost a recruitment too. We want you to come join us. And so, <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, yeah. It was kind of our modernized idea or philosophy for, for Rotary this year, or last year is when we started it. So this year was our second annual. Rotary Gala, and I thought we did well. We raised um, over 30000 that goes back into wow. the community. In that one night. In that one night. Wow, that's really great. And what I loved about, I mean, I go to a lot of the events local, the galas, or ga ga gala, ga and gala, 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 everybody says it different. And um, I mean, I do like to get dressed up every now and then, but sometimes when there's so many of them, it's like, ugh. And, and that was just so much fun, the Kentucky Derby, because it was way more casual yeah and it was just it was just a it was more about the the getting together i uh -huh. think you know so just a lot of fun if you didn't get to go this past year be sure and put it on your calendar for next year because it was so much fun so i think we're going to move it back a month just oh, because good. of all the galas that fall in april 
It was um, so much this year. It was. <laughs> there are so many, but and they are fun. But that's one thing I love about the Rotary Gala is that it is, it is not, casual. it's not as formal. Yeah. We want you to come and have fun, yeah. and um, we. I think it was a great hit. Everybody seemed to really like it. I, I think it's going to grow and grow and grow. That's our hope. It, so it grew a lot from last year. And so, yes. Yeah. And, and that and so all of those funds go back into the community and different. In different ways, we give back to the community in a, a variety of different ways. One um, would be through our community action grants, and that's how I said we give back to Help in Crisis. We do community action grants for any nonprofit organization within Cherokee County that applies for it. So it's a simple one-page form that you can find on the Rotary website, and we give those to. Um, in the past year, I would say Casa. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yes. And yes. Um, help in cri help in crisis. And let's see. I've got there's Casa, a Tahlequah Chamber of Commerce, yes. Help in Crisis, the Penguin House. Penguin House. I love. Uh, I love that Humane Society, the Food Pantry, and American Legion. Yes, that was in the past twelve months. Oh, so wow. we give those out, and then we also do scholarships every month for high school students at all of the schools within Cherokee County. Okay, and did I hear that that, that is shifting a little bit as far as they could even get a scholarship to like a VOTEC? It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be Correct. college. It doesn't have to be college. Yeah, I think that's It could be a vocational program yeah. as well. And is that something they can apply for or do, are they nominated? How would a student go about getting a scholarship? They're counselors. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So, mm -hmm. okay, perfect. And they typically will nominate them for it and they'll just fill out a little form and they come join us at a meeting and we go over it their parents get to come and we um, give them an award and then they send in their transcript when they start or or proof of enrollment at whatever right. program they're going to do and then we send them their scholarship money wow. so the Rotary is obviously an international program, but you, you are on the local level and you are the treasurer. Yes. And so how long have you been a member of the Rotary? I started almost four years ago. Oh, okay. So September will be four years and I, I don't know how I ended up as the treasurer. I don't like doing anything financial, but... You made eye contact with someone. That's, I've always like, don't make eye contact. I know. So, um, but it, it's, it's rewarding and, and yes, we... We, I've been a member for four years, and I've been the treasurer for three. Oh, that happened very quickly. Yes, yes. Newbies get real, real done really yes, quickly. Yes, they do. So basically what you do in the Rotary then is that, first off, you have a, a meeting once a month, mm -hmm. right? And it's also very casual. It's just Absolutely. like a lunch setting, pop in, have lunch, get to know get to network and know fellow uh, people in the, in the neighborhood or in the community. Um, and so basically you raise money and then figure out a way to give it back. And to use it back. Huh. So it's, I would consider Rotary a, a service organization. Oh, absolutely. And service is at the heart of all that we do. And we meet um, once a week and, and the meetings consist of community members, uh, leaders, friends. Oh, so it's once a week? Uh-huh. Oh, once a week. We meet okay. once a week on Tuesdays <clears throat> at noon at Gogi Village. You get a free lunch, so if you ever want to come, we would love to have you there as a guest. But um, there's there's kind of business people, retired people, yeah. Um, yeah. men, women, old, young. Just it's it's a collaboration of community members that um, we we meet once a week and we 
just look at what we can do to infuse back in our community. It's like um, pulling your resources. It really is, that. absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we are working right now on a um, water fill station um, at two different parks in Tahlequah. So we're, oh. we're just looking at ways we can, we can give back. So it's not just the scholarships or the community action grants. On an international level, we do help with that as well. We partnered with MSNI, it's a, a company in, in Tulsa, medical supply company, and we were able to donate um, funds to send supplies to Ukraine last month. And then we also, last year, uh, donated hospital beds to Haiti that they delivered for us. So oh we definitely contribute on a very small, a small scale internationally, but most of what we do is focused on our community here. I love that. I love that. I think it's so important. And then when you can help out globally, that's a big plus on top. So absolutely. Yeah. And so if, um, if there is a nonprofit, a small nonprofit who's looking to kind of get in on not the scholarship money, it's what, how do you... Community Action Community grants. Action Grant. They could just go to the Rotary website. Is there like a local site? Absolutely, yes. Okay. There's a okay. Talkbook uh, Rotary Club website. Okay. And there so is a... We're going to put that below for those of you looking for that. Okay. Wonderful. And then there's a link that you can fill, you can go to click to the Community Action Grant. It's just a, it's really a very simple form. It's one page and you just fill out the information and then we, we present it at our board meeting once a month. Okay. And I've, I've never been to one where one was denied. So oh, wow. as long as you're a nonprofit organization okay. and there's a need that you have. So let's say a nonprofit um, was needing some safety vests mm -hmm. and it's gonna be $300. Right. They just go in, tell you what it's for, fill out the form and then voila. Correct. Guys, you should be doing this if you're a nonprofit. That's awesome. Yes. And so um, if somebody was interested in joining the Rotary, what does that look like? Well, we would always love to have you come as a guest first to a meeting and just have lunch with us and fellowship with us for an hour on a Tuesday okay. and see if it's something that you would like to do. And then the, the membership process is pretty easy. It's just an application. and. Okay. Yeah, so get your free lunch. Yes. <laughs> Fill out the application and you could be a part of that. I love that. It's like a that. it's a great organization and we give back in a lot of different areas. Yeah. I forgot to mention we do a food this is a big one was the um Christmas baskets, food oh. baskets yes. at Christmas. We do that for families um in Talquault that are designated to us from Talquault Public School System. And oh, that's wonderful. Heart Harking Roll teachers home know. Yes. Yeah, the teachers know. And we we give out a lot of those okay, at okay. Christmas time. And so what other fundraisers do you do? Because you're doing a lot for the community. Is, is it only the big? It's just the big gala oh, once wow. a year. Oh, my goodness. Okay, yeah. well, we've got to make sure that's a huge success. So. <laughs> yes, if you didn't come this year, come next year. Yeah, do you know the date for next year yet? I or? don't. We're, we're, we are down to two dates, and oh. it looked like it was going to be um, the beginning of May. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's so hard at that time of the year because there's either a graduation or a prom or another, you know, entity that's doing something and you don't want to book it all. But it's almost impossible not it to. It is. Yeah. It's so hard to find the right time. But we we don't want to sway from, from around that time because the whole theme is Kentucky Derby. Oh, absolutely. So. It needs to stay in that, in that time. And, and you forgot to mention you won the table decorating contest. <laughs> Yes, I, I, that my husband came home and said, hey, we need to decorate a table. So 
you know me, go big or go home, and I, I kind of overdid it. So. No, it was great. <laughs> I love a contest. I'm a little bit competitive, as you guys know that. We so. loved it, because then people came in and saw that, and I think they were like, well, well next year, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bring it. <laughs> yeah. Bring in a live horse next year. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, we're excited that in the middle of all of this that you've got going on, you took the time to come out and kind of promote the Rotary, because I just yes. think that that's an amazing thing and I didn't realize that it really comes down to that one big event so that's gonna that's gonna mean we need to double down even more and make sure that we are there to support that it does come down to that and we're that we're so grateful for everybody who who donates and also sponsors and yeah. comes to attend yeah that. or just participate just buy yes. the tickets and come out and have a good time yes. so and we might even try to have you back next year before that just be so that we can kind of promote that and see what we can do to make sure that that's getting out there so thank you for the opportunity well thank you no we're super excited that you came out and i didn't realize how much you guys were doing i i know the rotary is near and dear to my family's heart because my husband is a volunteer and does enjoy that um, but wow, I didn't realize how important it is to all of our nonprofits locally. So that's amazing. So thank you for your time yes, and, and you. everything that you're doing for the community. Thanks so, for having me. Yeah, I absolutely. It. And we're going to put the Rotary information below so you'll be able to click on and see how to join, how to um, apply, all of that. And then if you have any questions, you can just reach out to the Rotary. There'll be like a help desk kind of thing on there that you can get into. So this is a real estate podcast and we always like to bring it back to real estate yeah. before we let you get out of here. And what I should have mentioned is your mom was a broker and owner of a real estate company for ever. How long? Do you have any idea how long she owned? Oh my goodness. Well, long before I was born yeah. and then all of my life, that's all so she did. So she 40 to 50 yes. years, somewhere in there. Yeah. And again, she was my mentor. So that's why it always comes back to real estate with me. Um, but we like to ask our guest if money was no object and you had the opportunity to pick three things for your dream home, what would those three things be? Oh, Three things. Three things or three? And the money wasn't an object. Yeah, okay, close to the beach. Okay, the beach. Love that <laughs> one. I'm coming to visit you. <laughs> uh, I, uh, outdoor space is important to me. Okay. Our family spends a lot of time outside, and so yeah. I think of just a good outdoor space with okay. a pool and a big back porch and outdoor kitchen, kitchen and all of that. An okay. area to hang out nice. and spend time. That's important. And then I think if I, and I love the house I live in, we built it, but if I could do it, do it again, you always think of a lot of different yes, things. I yeah. think his or her, his and her walk-in closet. Oh, no. Nice. <laughs> Where you didn't share. have to share <laughs> your closet space. But it is no object. It's fine. Right. You can totally do that. Absolutely. Okay. Well, those actually aren't that crazy. I mean, the beach might be a stretch here in Tahlequah, but... <laughs> If money wasn't an object, though, exactly. I wouldn't be, I'd probably be by the beach. Exactly, exactly. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. We we do love to kind of see what, and the beach tends to come up quite a bit in our market, believe it or not. So, but outdoor living space is probably our number one that people, is know, it? Say, yeah, it really is. It really is. I so. think a good kitchen's important. There's a lot of other little things, but outdoor, I would say we use our outdoor space so much. Yeah. And so we didn't really think about that when we built our house. And so we've had to, you know, 
do some renovations and get a covered porch and extend we extended hours and so we've added a fire pit you know we just we love to be outside and so yeah I think it's an important I I do think that that's a hint to those sellers out there anything you can do for your exterior because it does come up so much you know and I know money is an object for you sellers but there's little things like fire pits and things that you can do on a lower budget to really increase your value so that young families that are coming in We'll see that and fall in love. So yeah, that's fun. Thank you so much. Guys, as always, please like, follow, and share. And if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, please reach out. Or if there's someone that you would like to see as a guest, let us know. And as always, thanks for watching.